So Cody Rhodes is officially in WWE. We know Roman Reigns is the unified Universal Champion. Should Cody Rhodes be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns? A lot of people say so. Ralph, do you agree with many people saying that Cody Rhodes should dethrone Roman Reigns? Yes, I absolutely do think Cody Rhodes should be the one to beat Roman Reigns for a couple of reasons. One, when you look at the fact that Roman's probably going to be defending his title on both Raw and SmackDown, you look at the people who he's already beaten. Right now, it looks like we're going to get Shinsuke Nakamura and Roman Reigns. Does anybody realistically think Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be the guy to beat Roman? I certainly don't. Do you think that? I don't don't know. I don't. No, no. And then you look at some of the other people that are being positioned at the top of the card on both of those shows. Kevin Owens came out of WrestleMania despite losing to Stone Cold Steve Austin looking really good. Do I think they're going to revisit that? Not necessarily. Do I think that Kevin Owens should be the guy to beat him? No, I don't. Then you start to look at some of the other guys, the Drew McIntyres of the world, some of the other top guys, AJ Styles. Roman has pretty much beaten just about everybody at the top of the card. Now, going into WrestleMania and coming out of WrestleMania, we've had a couple of conversations on here talking about how the major storylines that were being built up, they were built up and they delivered. Coming out of WrestleMania, the one thing that I think I can definitely say pretty confidently is, despite them building up some of those storylines, it wasn't like there was one young guy that came out of WrestleMania really looking like he could be a guy that could challenge for a championship. Cody came into to, and went into WrestleMania making his debut. Raw and SmackDown desperately need, in my opinion, something to reinvigorate the show, some type of facelift. Because honestly, between you and I and everybody else that's listening here, I was underwhelmed with a lot of what I saw on Raw other than Cody Rhodes. I was underwhelmed with SmackDown. I'm underwhelmed with the fact that Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be the first guy to challenge Roman Reigns because I got to believe that had Boogs not gotten hurt, I don't even know if we'd be seeing this match right now. You know, I I think that WWE is kind of in a position where it was like, all right, we planned for WrestleMania and now it's time to plan for whatever else is going to happen afterwards. I just, I think Cody Rhodes has to be the guy to do it. It's not happening anytime soon. Whoever beats Roman Reigns, I think is going to be in a position where he's going to be that next generational superstar in WWE. Do I think Cody is that? I don't think he's that. So I don't think he should be the one. But I do think that someone should be a champion first that Cody dethrones afterwards. Now we have WrestleMania that pretty much will be set in stone as two nights now after a very successful WrestleMania 38. If the rumor is that we're getting Rock and Roman, does that match necessarily need the WWE Unified Universal Championship or whatever it's going to be? Not necessarily, because we've had it before where we had Rock and Cena that did not go for the title, and it's still main event at a WrestleMania. Now that there's two nights, you could have one night main event with the championship match, and the second night be Roman versus Rock. So what you do, I think, while I kind of am contradicting myself with this, Seth Rollins should be the guy to dethrone Roman Reigns. Okay. And the reason I say that is, one... It revisits the old storyline from the Royal Rumble where Roman Reigns did not beat Seth Rollins. He got himself disqualified. And the only person to really get into Roman Reigns' head since he's come back is Seth Rollins. Yeah. Now, he lost to Cody. You have Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins, main event, WrestleMania 39, night one. Let Rock and Roman main event night two. And you have that story revisited for both Roman and Seth, and Seth and Cody. As much as I like it, 
I'm going to try to put my WWE uh, booking hat on here, and I'm going to guess that they are going to want that championship title included in Roman versus The Rock, which in your perspective or in the, the storyline you just pitched, it is not involved in it, correct? Correct. Okay. So yes, they can absolutely go and do The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Doesn't need the title, no. But if if looking at what we saw for WrestleMania this past year, having Brock and Roman, which again... Did that necessarily need both titles? Not really, but did they put both titles on both of them going into it to unify them? Yes, they did. I think that Vince McMahon certainly is going to want Roman versus Rock with the championship because it just adds that much more prestige and meaning to the match. Seth Rollins, other than Cody Rhodes, is one guy that I can see can, that can challenge or maybe should challenge Roman and dethrone him at some point. There's other people that are certainly capable of it, Then you, but then you really start recycling old storylines or revisiting storylines and feuds and all that type of stuff and that's the one thing that's a little troubling in all this is if there's one critique they struggle sometimes to i wouldn't say build new stars but fast track a new star now i'm gonna make a comparison here i'm not the biggest fan of wheeler yuda you know this we've had many conversations about this both on the show and off i did watch his match and i certainly came out of that match on rampage thinking to myself okay well at least he seems more important and he's certainly been elevated over the course of the past 3 weeks does wwe do that sometimes they do sometimes they don't i think that austin theory's been positioned pretty well but the problem is if they try to fast track somebody they either give up on it or it takes a very long time for it to get to the point where that person's ready to be in that main event or title picture or it takes the fans literally like revolting against a storyline for them to say, okay, you know what? Let's just give this guy a shot like Kofi or Daniel Bryan. With that, I think it would take a little while to position somebody to beat Roman. So I think Seth could be another option, if not Cody. So you talk about fast tracking someone to beat Roman Reigns, right? Cody can't be that person that they fast track, but I don't see it. I see, honestly, whoever you know beats Roman Reigns isn't going to do it till after next year's WrestleMania. Do we get that match between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns at that point? And if we do, we know Cody's going to lose. Now, that doesn't mean we can't revisit it either because, as I said, you revisit Seth and you revisit you can revisit Kevin Owens, as you kind of implied as well. It's not the kill. It's the thrill of the chase. We need Cody to chase this title, similar to what we saw with Johnny Gargano chasing that NXT title, similar to what we saw with... You know, Tommy Dreamer chasing the ECW World Championship. There's not really a true chaser in today's professional wrestling. Hangman Page was, and but he's he's got the title now. So who's that next big chaser? Cody Rhodes could do that, but will Roman have the title by the time he gets that next opportunity? At least with Seth, you have that revisiting storyline, and you can have that match revisited after you get past uh, rock versus Roman. Yeah, no, I, I agree that the chase for a lot of people is, is, is always a good story. Like, especially with Roman, you look at him, he's obviously a good champion, like somebody who can carry the championship and have people chase him. I think Bianca Belair was somebody that was a good storyline for her to chase the title with Becky and Cody. I mean, he already kind of touched on it. He has a mission that he was never able to accomplish his first run in WWE. Now he's there to win mm-hmm. that championship. That is his mission statement. That's what he wants to do. Having that story already kind of set up and in place, we know that's what he's going to be going after. So having maybe that kind of spread out, maybe over the course of a year, that's that that wouldn't be a bad thing. This comes down to, do you trust WWE to do it right? Can they do it right? I mean, yeah, look at this past WrestleMania. They certainly did a lot right 
but there's so many examples where you can see that they've either dropped the ball or fumbled it or just didn't do it the way that it should have been done so many times. And that's the, that's the risk you run. Right now, Cody's hot. He's coming to WWE with a lot of momentum. Do, do they strike while the iron's hot or do they wait? That's the question and I'll throw it back at you. If you're going to have Cody dethrone Roman, when do you do it? If The Rock is not, if that match with Roman is just a rumor and it's not going to happen, I think Cody should beat him, let's say SummerSlam. SummerSlam, that, that gives you enough time to build him up and, and all that type of stuff, the feud, everything else, kind of pivot away from this whole thing with Nakamura because, again, I, don't, I just don't see him being a realistic guy to beat him. If the match is going to be happening with Rock, I don't see Vince McMahon having him, him meaning Roman, carry the t- uh, not carry the title into that match. So maybe post-WrestleMania next year for Cody. I, if it were up to me, I'd do it probably at SummerSlam. Do you have Cody and Roman cross paths at all between now and when you have Cody dethroning Roman Reigns? I would tease it. I would tease it, but I don't think, I don't think him and Roman should have any physical interaction until the match itself. We're not going to have any physical interaction between the two. Maybe a tease, but at the same time, Roman is going to carry it throughout WrestleMania. That's, that's what you're proposing. If, if the rock, if the match, rock is happening. match is happening. Yes. So if the rock match is happening and it happens, he beats the rock. Literally Roman has done everything he possibly can do at this point. There's nothing left for him to do. Is Cody that first feud afterwards, or does Seth Rollins come in and be like, listen, you said you've done everything, but you've yet to beat me. I won by disqualification. I got into your head. You can't beat me. And then that first pay-per-view is when Seth Rollins beats Roman Reigns. And you, and like I said, you have the story already in place with Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. Let that be the culmination of their story. Come full circle. It starts and ends with Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. Like I said, Seth Seth is a guy that I think could realistically, other than Cody, be a guy that can beat Roman. Other than that, I mean, Mm -hmm. can you do Kevin Owens? Yes, of course you can. Kevin Owens is great. He could have a great match and carry a feud with anybody. Can it be Edge? Yeah, it can. But we've already seen that. If one thing is for certain today in pro wrestling, like the fan base, very cynical, very picky, as soon as they start revisiting feuds and those types of things, unless it really makes sense to do it, they'll automatically say, ah, we've seen this before. And maybe even rightfully so. Well, well, here's the other thing. You talk about fan bases. Obviously, there is a polarization, a tribalism between WWE fans and AEW yeah. fans. Not saying all fans, but there's definitely those tribalistic fans where WWE could do no wrong or AEW could do no wrong. The two flag bearers at one time that were spitting crap at each other was Seth Rollins spitting crap at AEW, and he kind of still was doing it recently. And Cody Rhodes threw jabs at WWE. Wouldn't that be like this generation's Hogan Flair? Now, granted, they're not at the megastar level that Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair were, but considering the back-and-forth war per se, this is that Flair Hogan that we never got, that Undertaker sting that we never got. Now this time you can finally deliver by giving us Cody versus Seth even though they did already, but now in full circle for a title, you could give it to us. Oh yeah, you could certainly do that. And you could even kind of have the, have Seth literally, literally bring that up. Obviously he said, you know, welcome to the, welcome to the back to the big time bitch or whatever it was. He said exactly. Welcome back to the big. Yeah. Man. And I do think that is where they're going to go with this storyline. I know that Cody right now is going to face the Miz on raw, um, on Monday, but 
I, I think that this feud between Cody and Seth is going to be a little more prolonged. I, I don't think this is the last we're going to see of it. I think that right. they're going to continue to build it up. And I think it's very much going to be built up on the premise that, you know, Seth was there forever and done so many things and accomplished so much. And Cody had to essentially leave the WWE to become who he is today. And I think they're going to continue to touch on that between uh, the feud between these two. Well, I think whether it's Cody or Seth, I think there's a great, great argument for both of them. And I think our comment section is going to really give us great arguments as to whether it should be Cody, whether it should be Seth, or maybe some other guys, Drew McIntyre, Big E, whoever that may be. Let us know in the comments below. And don't forget to share us all over social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SCPB Podcast. Subscribe, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Cycle Babble.